Spousals is brought to you by Mad Viking Beard Company. Visit their site at madvikingbeard.com. Drop the razor and beard responsibly. Welcome to a new episode of Spouse Holes. Follow us on Instagram at Spouse Holes Podcast. Also on Facebook at Spouse Holes Podcast. Spouseholes.com. Key, welcome back to a new episode. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> that didn't make much sense, but... Eh, Spouseholes.com, people. Check it out. <laughs> All right. So how was your week? It was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah? What'd you do? Uh, well, we went to Camus, saw my grandma and her boyfriend, Larry. It was his birthday. That was pretty fun. Yeah, we went to Camus to go see your grandma and her boyfriend, What did I say? I swear I thought you said on. Uh, I thought I said two. Oh, well. <laughs> you are struggling. I'm tired. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, they have derby, the derby up there, demolition derby up there. We weren't able to go see it, but. It looked packed. It looked like it was... It's a good time up there in Camas, Utah. Yeah, there's not much out there, but it's really peaceful up there, so... Yeah, I don't know what else we did. I really can't think. It's been a long weekend. Girls have been struggling sometimes at night, so... Not sometimes. It seems like every night here lately. Yeah, so it's been fun. Um. Dog keeps farting, and it freaking stinks. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, it's like put your shirt up over your nose bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, don't get into some unplugs. Holes. Holes? <laughs> wow, this is like a not very good episode so far. I feel like, I feel like we're kind of everywhere right now. Yeah, especially with our, you know, overall drive. I think we're both pretty tired. Yeah. All right, so some holes. Going to go first? Sure. So in West Virginia, it is legal for a minor to get a tattoo as long as they have the consent of the parent Parent or the adult. Now, in some places, it's legal for like a 17-year-old or 16-year-old to get a tattoo. Without parents' consent? With consent. Oh, with consent. But in West Virginia, age doesn't matter at all Hmm. as long as your parent says it's okay. So my hole this week was a lovely father who gave consent to his 12-year-old son to get a tattoo on his shoulder or his arm below the shoulder of a heinous skull thing (laughs) that just looks (laughs) god-awful on this poor 12-year-old. It has like some blue flames behind it or something. Wow. And it is the most asinine thing I've ever seen and I feel so bad for the 12-year-old because you know when his actual brain kicks in and he doesn't think stickers and Pokemon are cool. Well, okay, wait. There's some people out there who are older who still think that sticker and Pokemon is cool. Yes, and those people invest in finding a really good tattoo artist and get a really <laughs> good Pikachu on their arm. Yeah, that's going to suck for him. That'll that'll suck. That's. I mean, it, it stays with you forever, and he's only 12. I feel like between 12 and even 16 your mind changes so much and so oh for sure and like i said it's like the dad didn't even do him a favor they went to a bad tattoo artist wow couldn't believe it so he's a hole yeah i would say so. i mean at least make sure your son gets top of the line tattoo work at 12 so i guess is that is 
like to other people, like to normal people, is that frowned upon? Oh, big time. Or is that just like the area, like where he's, like he's getting a lot of hate for this? Well, the article that I read it in, it was an inked magazine uh, <clears throat> article. Mm-hmm. And like the big point of the article was, although legal, was it right? Right. And so that's kind of what the article talks to. And we'll be posting that at spouseholes.com and also on our Instagram at spouseholes podcast. And Facebook. And Facebook at spouseholes podcast. <laughs> Guys, we'll, we'll get there. That's fine. All right. So my hole is. Beautiful. Okay, stop. That's disgusting. Um, my hole is the. Have you ever used. <laughs> keep repeating myself have you ever like heard of doordash or like those places that go and deliver food or whatever oh uh, i think we don't do we use it once i think we used one once yeah so this one's doordash and the lady who was the driver who delivered the food was actually fired because she decided that she needed a little side snack so she pulled over and got into this guy's ribs and you see bite marks in his ribs and there was fries taken and she delivered it and the guy was like what the f and the restaurant reached out to them and everything was like i apologize but it sounds like they've had a lot of problems with this lady so she's been fired so for me she is the whole because this is your job like oh, it's don't not mess with my ribs well right but it's like it's not like you know when you're at home and you're like rock paper scissors who goes and gets food like between you guys it's like you're paying somebody to go and get you the food like that's their whole job is to go get you the food and come back so just be respectful of people's food i know the next thing you're going to say see is like these sealed plexi boxes that the doordash people have to put your food right. in upon getting it and then you have like a combo that you set that well, then gets combo. But I out. worry like you don't know if someone like spits in your food. You have no idea. So for me it's for a lot of trust. Yeah. Well I mean it's the same thing like with pizza delivery people. Like you just don't know. But I feel like they're not as like I don't feel like you hear a lot of stories about that. But yeah, for me, it's a lot of trust to have somebody bring your food out to you and hope that they didn't do something to it. But yeah, there was like, I don't know how many ribs, but there was like two or three ribs missing or bitten into and fries were missing. And That's crazy. I know that there's another one going out there. It was a while back, but uh, this guy orders a shake or something and his ring camera catches his driver uh, snagging a sip of his milkshake as he rings the doorbell so he rings it makes me like never want to order anything from these places like it's like hey i'll just risk i'll just go and do it it's fine like i'll get my if i want it bad enough then i should go and get it but it's like he kind of i think he realizes that he just got busted too though like he hits the doorbell gets a sip of the milkshake and then like realizes it's a camera and is just like throws his head back and it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right. So last week we had our topic about the aliens. Yeah, fun topic. It was a way fun topic, but they did interview the guy who actually, because I wasn't thinking the whole time, like who the freak came up with this idea of going and storming Area 51? And they actually just interviewed him, right? Yeah, they interviewed him and beats exactly what you expect from the guy that wants to storm <laughs> Area 51. He doesn't seem like... He just seems kind of younger. He's like a young kid and he is going to do stuff with people coming. Like he is, like the town is planning on a lot of people coming. And I guess it's a small town though. So they are concerned about 
like food and it'll definitely be interesting for him i'm glad that his overall message was he doesn't want people getting hurt and he did start it as more of a joke which is funny how people kind of take it and you have those who are like like no this is serious oh yeah there are people that really want to get in there and you know if his intention is to have a peaceful gathering and they don't actually storm area 51 it could be a fun time but it only takes one serious buff to do something dumb right it ruins ruins everything for everyone and that's my big fear yeah but he seems like he he's aware of people going he's wants it to be a positive experience he wants to have an educational experience for people so i mean it was a joke but he's still planning for something educational for people who do go out so it it would be interesting to see what he comes up with and he runs like a boss he does run like a boss well, we have a video. Well, there's a video out there that they have that they interviewed him and he does his little run. And Andy teaches you about his run style. Oh, I didn't see that. He does. Yeah, I guess it's some comic book or not comic book anime show. Oh. And it's how they run in the anime and he's mimicking it, but he's mastered it apparently. And he teaches you how to do Would it. Would you say he mastered it? I'm not too familiar with the anime. So in your mind, no, he did master it. For him to be willing to teach you how to do it, he has mastered it. All right. Okay. (laughs) Good to know. All right. So we kind of dipped into a little bit of like, do we think that there's people out there with powers? Would you say juggling is a power? (laughs) I've seen some juggling that is mad sorcery. I just. Well, no, wait. (laughs) First of all, there's a normal juggle, right? Where right. you just juggle. Like the clowns. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, where you okay. have like the three balls and you can do three balls or right. whatever. I can kind of do it. My brother can full on do it. He's I've done never it with, seen him do it. He's done it with full basketballs. Well, okay, that's a little bit easier though. You would think so, but you used to see you do it. But my point is, <laughs> that's a little bit easier. Just three balls right. in the normal pattern that everyone's aware of. But all of our lovely listeners... Go on YouTube, type in precision juggling. And my mind was blown. I watched a clip of a guy that has the same three balls that he's juggling, but like he'll throw one up and then he'll laser the other two underneath it. It's amazing. Okay, it reminds me. (laughs) This topic reminds me of The Office, all my office people out there when Will Ferrell is juggling and he has no balls and Andy's going to throw him balls. He's like, I don't play with other men's balls or whatever. I don't touch another man's instrument or whatever. But he's just juggling and it's just so crazy and he's bouncing it off of people. He's so into it. So that's what I think of whenever I think of a juggler is a juggler, juggler, right? That's the word. That sounds correct. What is someone who plays the guitar Shut called? Nothing. I don't know. <laughs> a guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was just, yeah, I don't know if that would be considered. I just feel like people have too much time on their hands to come up with the kind of stuff. It's talent though. Well, I think they should read a book instead or do something to help their community instead of spending all those hours trying to throw these balls and catch them. What if they do some kind of routine and they make a lot of money and then they donate to charity with the money that they make? Okay, well, let's see a percentage of people who actually do that. That's a low percentage. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> well, hey, you know what else is low percentage? What? I don't know. I was hoping you had something. No, I don't have anything. 
<laughs> we'll go into some plugs. Okay, we can go into some plugs. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go first since you went first last time. Okay, so my plug kind of is crazy because you don't really think about this kind of stuff when you're mowing the lawn. So husband and wife are outside. Wife is pretty far out. I guess they have like a, the seated lawnmowers. And, you know, they clean up the pool toys and everything. They check the lawn. They, you know, they say they have a routine before they cut the grass. And she's pretty far away. He starts cutting the grass and all of a sudden something shoots out of the mower and it comes at her and it cuts her throat open. And he is like an ex-firefighter or like in a Marine or something. So he has some training in, you know, saving lives and stuff. So he runs out, grabs her because she's bleeding out from her neck. Uh, he's able to put pressure on it to stop it. They are able to go to the hospital and, you know, her she, she's fine now, but she had to get surgery. Like it was life-threatening. And they're not quite sure yet what it Flew was. What? Yeah, what wow. it was. But they were just so surprised um, that something flew out like that. And she said she was just so far away that she would have never even imagined that this thing would have just shot so far and so hard and slit her throat open pretty much. So my plug is obviously the husband because of taking quick action and saving his, saving wife's, his wife's life. life. Yeah. So, which is crazy because it's like, and she, you know, her thing is, her message is, you know, no area is safe. Like, if somebody is out there and you don't need to be out there to get your butt inside, let them mow the lawn and just wait inside. Well, that's like on a lower, lower level. One of my big pet peeves is like if you're walking your neighborhood and someone is mowing or weed whacking, especially weed whacking, and like you're walking by and they don't stop weed whacking for you to walk by. It, I literally just get so irritated that I just want to say, hey, it only takes you five seconds to just let me walk by so I'm not getting f- shot with shit. Yeah. So frustrating. I wonder if people are like, it's so frustrating, just walk around me. Well, if there's only the sidewalk <laughs> on the one side of the road. No, I get it. No, I don't do. Um, when I was younger, I knew this lady who her dad was mowing the lawn and she was on the grass and he went over her hand didn't realize where she was at, like measure it right and cut her finger off. And so for me, I'm always like, okay, if you want to mow the lawn, we're going to be inside or we're going to be in a different area or we're going to be somewhere away from you (laughs) because the kids are just so quick. Like they get up and they run and you're like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? You know? So I would never mow the lawn with our kids out and about. Yeah. They're just too quick. Uh, kind of reminds me of another story. When I was a kid, I went around to my neighbors and said, hey, I'll mow your lawn for 10 bucks or whatever. And the one of my neighbors told me no. And so I you know, didn't think much of it, just mowed our lawn, my parents' lawn, and just went on my life as a young little boy in the neighborhood. And then, oh gosh, you freaking weird. <laughs> a young little boy in the neighborhood. Sorry. And then... <laughs> and so anyway, this neighbor of mine was a really big guy. And he had a riding lawnmower for like a 10-minute mow on foot. But he had, he had a riding lawnmower. Well, he took the corner a little too fast for his weight to body handle? measurements to the mower to handle. Oh, no. And it tipped over and fell. And the next week he asked me to mow his lawn <laughs> for 10 bucks. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll pay you. Yeah, that's that's sad. That's scary and embarrassing. Can you imagine? Yes, I can. 
no, that sucks. So like really to be that heavy and then it flips over on you and then help, I've fallen and I can't get up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Well, my plugs, oh, you plural. Have okay. So it shows the difference between the youth of the United States and the youth of Canada. Okay. Uh, three young men in Canada noticed that a woman's car broke down and they said that they could push her to a nearby gas station. To, they thought she just ran out of gas, but I guess the car died on her and she didn't have any money to take it to like a repair shop or anything. So she's like, I just really don't know what to do with it. I just need to go home. I just live up here a ways. And the boys were like, well, what's a ways? And she's like, not too far. Turned out to be about five miles. And these three young men pushed her car five miles so that she could have it just at her house and make up her mind what she wants to do with her car. Canada, a bunch of nice people out there. And their ages were pretty young. Like they're, the oldest was 17. So Yeah, that's crazy. You just never know nowadays, I feel like. So it's, I mean, it's nice that kids are out there helping, but it's just, it's crazy because from the woman's point of view, I'd be like nervous because it's three, you know, three boys. I know that it sounds like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, but for some women, like, oh, yeah. it's intimidating, you know, I'm by myself with these three guys. But on the flip side, like, you don't know on the boy's side, like, they could get ambushed. They could, you know. So it's just crazy that people still go out of their way. Like, it's awesome to see that people still. Well, and it's also been tactics. Like, you hear in the news every once in a while. Right. The damsel in distress tells you to push the car over here. Right. Where four big dudes with right. bats or whatever are waiting to we'll rob you. Or whatever, yeah. So it's just crazy that it's like it's out there and you know it's out there, but people are still willing to. This one worked out. It was all for right. good, but yeah, good the world we live in. But these three boys, man, pushing that car five miles. I remember one time. I so saw would someone. you? Sorry, would you push a car five miles? I know that you have before pushed somebody out of the street before, with like help of other people when it was like a busy intersection. And I know I've seen you get out and help. But would you go five miles? I don't even know if I could walk five miles. <laughs> but if it, we're but. speaking real truth. <laughs> However, I would be willing to try. Right. I think. You're uh, like, lady, I'll walk like a mile and then you can push the next mile and I'll wait in the car. <laughs> it's my turn. No, I was thinking like maybe offer to pay for a towing truck or right. something if I was in that, in situation, that situation. Just because to me, that's easier for me to do than yeah, to push the car five miles. Little kids but little kids, you yeah. know, they don't have their resources. Saying, but what I was thinking about it is I would like to see the terrain because five miles oh, yeah. is a pretty good span. And I remember one time I did hop out of a car. I was getting Popeyes and someone broke down in front of the Popeyes and I helped push their car into the Popeyes so they could call a tow truck. But there was a good little hill to get into the Popeyes parking lot. And when I was pushing the car up the hill, I was by myself and... It was difficult. I also had like flip-flop uh, croc things on. <laughs> and so by the time I got the car into the Popeye's parking lot, I was huffing, puffing, pouring sweat. And it was like 40 feet. <laughs> so for those guys to do But does that make you miles, think like you should always wear good shoes? Uh, not when you're doing a quick trip to Popeye's. <laughs> See, but like for me, my mom was always like, 
you always dress super nice when you leave. Like you always make sure that you get ready because you never know who you're going to run into. But you don't ever think like I always need to have good shoes on just in case something happens. And someone the moral for me is just don't help people. Oh my god! When you're in Crocs, <laughs> you know sometimes. So then, no, your answer is no. You've never go out thinking. Oh, I don't give a shit who I run into. Oh my gosh! I could run into. I mean, let's seriously talk about this for a second. Who am I going to run into that I feel like I have to impress? I have my wife. I have my kids. Who am I trying to impress in this world that matters enough to feel like my appearance matters? If someone knows me, they know who I am. I'm the same if I'm wearing a $100 outfit or if I'm wearing flip-flop Crocs and shorts and a t-shirt, which is what I wear on the weekends. All the time. Oh, yeah, weekends. (laughs) And when my job allows it. I think it's just a difference in culture, to be honest. It's not so much impressing someone. It's just more like... It's impressive. It's, well, I guess it's impressing, but it's like... I think when you get ready, you also get a boost of that self-confidence. No, not you. Okay, it's a definitely a culture thing then. But I also don't, you know, wear makeup and have hair to do. I do like to make sure my beard looks nice now that it's growing and full, thanks to Mad Viking Beard Company. Yeah, you little bitch. And... <laughs> But I don't think that if I run into someone and I'm wearing a button up the front shirt or well, no, I'm not a saying like shirt. I don't feel like <laughs> I'm not saying they're gonna go out of your way every day and wear a button up suit and tie. No, no, no. But like, I don't. If that's what they judge me on, I don't need that kind of person judging and in my life. Like, if you don't know me for my actual actions and all you're judging me on is what I'm wearing, then yeah, we probably aren't gonna get along because I don't dress up very often but i'm a good person i work wow. hard just kidding. <laughs> i try to provide for my family i but if you're going to tell me that oh that eric he's a real slob and a bum he always looks disgusting yeah you're probably right but i'm not a bum <laughs> <laughs> no it's true it's crazy yeah just mentalities are just different so i like to be comfortable versus done up and I have these knockoff Crocs that I really like right now. They're like camouflage. They look real redneck. I don't claim to be redneck at all, but when I'm in those Crocs, no, you're the complete opposite. You don't I even like redness. country music. I, it's okay. Yeah, you don't like country music. No, I you, said it's you, okay. You put up with it because I listen to it. I put up with it for many reasons, but also you try to classify country music. Okay, we're not gonna get into this. <laughs> that stupid song that came out. Yeah, it's been beaten to death. We're not talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good times, good times. I saw a pretty funny tweet. Uh, this woman was tweeting out how to help women improve their sex game. And she just said, spell the word coconut with your hips. And Billy Ray Cyrus, who is also in that song's remix tweeted back in response instructions vague dick stuck in coconut (laughs) (laughs) and that just made my day oh no (laughs) he's literally like one of my favorites oh his personality is so awesome and kind of helps me understand how miley cyrus turned out oh my gosh Oh, that's funny. That that's a good tweet. I'm not on Twitter enough to get the good stuff. 
the good stuff. That's okay. We'll get you there. Well, it's just there's some social medias that are more appealing, I feel like, than others. I think it's just a personality thing. For sure. So, I mean, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this one will be a little bit of a shorter one, not too shabby, but we've had a long week. I think we're dragging. We're tired. We don't want to give you guys a lesser product. So we appreciate you for listening this far with us. Please check us out on Instagram at Spouse Holes Podcast. And Facebook. Is it also at Spouse Holes Podcast? Yes, it's the same. And then check out our lovely website, spouseholes.com. Kiara constantly is updating it. It looks beautiful and magnificent with our newest holes and plugs. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.